hustle, pay the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Yeah. Sacrifice. All right, all right, all right, all right. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Uh, well, all few of you that are listening, and once again, all few of you, I appreciate you, every single one of you. I love you. So let's just jump right into it today. It's just gonna be me uh, doing a little solo dolo. Um, wanted to to give it a shot by myself to see how I can do, see how I can control my my uh conversation by myself see if i have some some good things to say if without uh, a little back and forth so let's just see how it goes um any criticism critique questions concerns comments anything you guys can do to help me be better at this it's always appreciated and any words will not be taken too harshly so what i'm going to talk about today is the XFL. Love it. I have loved everything about the XFL so far. And this is just, its it's been a long time coming that the American people, the NFL fans, they need something like this. They need a, a minor league football, per se. They need a, a league where some top-tier co- college talent doesn't get the next level shot. They don't get the shot in the NFL. We need somewhere where these guys can go and develop a little bit more. Give them some more time to to get to that next step. Cardell Jones, he may become a starting quarterback in the NFL. Probably would have never gotten a shot if he stayed in uh LA with the Chargers cuz Rivers was there, he wasn't going anywhere. Now he's gone, but they're going to draft probably Herbert. Um guys like that, they need a chance to to go somewhere to try and develop. So I love it for for players like that I love it because there's a lot of players that I loved in college that I thought could have been great in the NFL and just they just haven't gotten a chance and it's nice to have a league like this where you give extra time for players to develop I mean baseball has minor leagues you have double a single a triple a uh places for people to develop you have NBA has the G League, a lot of young prospects, uh, a lot of older prospects that are just getting better, getting better, getting better day by day. Uh, so whereas the XFL is not directly involved with the NFL, the NFL is gonna if they come calling, these players are gonna leave as soon as they get as soon as that phone call ends. It's like, hey, what's up? We're from the Atlanta Falcons. We want you to come play linebacker for us hey guess what i'm going to atl and it's good because you can keep churning it out you can keep developing you can keep moving moving players moving tickets you can keep the league alive i liked the aaf when it was around for this very same reason i think you need somebody you need a league that can be there for the players that don't get the legit chance because it's just you have it in every other sport. Every other sport has a minor league or a place where you can develop. And don't say, oh, yeah, NCAA, the college. You can develop in college. Yeah, every other team, every other league also has a college, but they still have the minor leagues. They still have a league where you have a, a competitor, per se. Um, you just need something like this 
it's good for the game of football. There's about there's probably already five players that are going to get shots for next season after this season. Um, I mean, right off the top of my head, you got Cardell Jones. He'll probably get he'll get a phone call. Um, Marquette King, he'll get a phone call. He was probably the best, arguably the best punter in football when he was around, and he got cut or he got cut by the Raiders. Got signed by Denver. Got cut by Denver. Um, it was funny when he got cut by the Raiders. Uh, it was like one of the first things John Gruden did, and people were like, "Oh, he got cut because he's like, Gruden cut him because he's black. Cut him because he's black." Nope, that's not what the case was at all. He cut him because the punter was making so much money, they needed to save it, and because the punter of all people was getting unsportsmanlike conducts, fifteen yard penalties here, clip after clip after clip, just. Nonsense, just bullshit, completely unnecessary. So, fucking guys like that, you gotta go. You can find a punter down the street. It's not that hard. I mean, it sucks to say, but you can find a guy that can kick the ball 40 yards, and that's that. It, it's just the way it is. So, Marquette King had to go. It, I love, I liked him, a big fan of him. I'm sure he'll be in the NFL next year. He keeps punting the way he's doing. He's just uh, gotta be not so much of a, a detriment to the team. That's why he got cut in Oakland. I don't know the exact situation in Denver, but it obviously carried over. And it, I'll tell you, it wasn't because of the color of his skin. Uh, there's also a linebacker for the Roughnecks, uh, Demarcus Gates, I think it is. He's going to get a phone call. He's dominating um, the XFL. He was in the AF, AA, AAF. He dominated that. He's a... Uh, He's a he's an NFL talent, so he should be on an NFL roster here coming up this next year. Uh, Cardell Jones, I already mentioned him. Oh, and uh, this other guy that everybody's talking about as like the top story right now in the XFL. This guy, PJ Walker. Who? I had no idea who this guy was. <clears throat> First time I heard about him was when I was with my buddy Dave, and we were going to the XFL game week one. So we were on our way up there. I picked him up, and he was like, oh, I can't believe uh, – we were talking about Johnny Manziel because just the night before, Manziel was talking about how he uh, he wants to play again, but he's not going to play for a league uh, that is just going to disband after a couple weeks. So he wasn't in the XFL and yada, yada, yada. Uh, so it's still comeback season forever, Manziel for life. But we were talking about him. And we're like, why, doesn't, why isn't he there? And – we were like, look at all these other guys that are, are no names. And Dave was like, yeah, this guy, PJ Walker. And I was like, I never even heard of this guy. And he was like, yeah, me either. We're talking about it. And uh, he was like, yeah, you can't tell me that half these players in the NFL aren't better than this guy. And uh, so we go watch the, the football game. And then PJ Walker plays later that day, lights it up. <laughs> me and my, I text him, we're cracking up about it. He's saying it's a fluke. And then PJ Walker lights it up week two. And now we're talking about him going to the NFL when he's the he's the Patrick Mahomes of the XFL. That shit that shit's just crazy to me. Hopefully he keeps it going because he sure as hell is fun to watch. There's no doubt about it. Um, I mean, those are a couple guys right there that are gonna be giving shots. And there's good there's gonna be plenty more. The talent's gonna keep coming and it's gonna keep going. It's nice to have a league like this for the players, for the fans. Everything in general. But we went to the D.C. Defenders game, Shields Up, week one. 
and I was excited. We were driving up. I was excited. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, nobody, I don't think, knew really what to expect. So when we're getting there, we're walking around. We're looking at all the people wearing DC Defenders uh, attire, gear, jerseys. We got people dressed up in, in full uniforms. We got people dressed up as, as knights. It was just, it felt like a, a real NFL game. Like, it, like the environment, the fans, like they were taking it. I, I want to say they were taking it serious, but it was a little bit of, I think these guys are just fucking around and trying to make fun of this. I think that's what it started as. I think it started with them trying to fuck around and and make a make a little joke of it. Oh, watch! I'm gonna go to the defenders. I'm gonna go to the XFL game, and I'm gonna dress up like a knight and 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 make a mockery of it a little bit and be boisterous and outgoing. And and I think it turned into to genuine like cheer, as if that that was a Redskins game for the for the DC people. It turned into genuine fun and. And they, these people loved it. I'm telling you, when it first started, everybody, I was very skeptical because I was, I was, I was hoping it was going to be fun. It was going to be a good, good game, good com- competition. But the fans is what is what made the week one experience amazing to me. Um, so first we get to our seats. We're in, we didn't even go to our seats. So we get to our seats. Well, we get to the seats we sat in, and we realized we were in a row up. And our seats were the the row right below us, and people were actually in our seats. So I was like, "Hey, man, you're in our seats," but the seats that we were currently at, nobody was there. So I was like, "All right, well, you guys are good," because they, they told us that somebody was in their seats. So like, it's okay. I, I see how this is going. We're just everybody's just sit wherever you want. You know, don't fucking matter. The tickets you got, might as well just toss them as soon as you walk through the door. Because when you go to this game, you're just it's a free for all. So somebody was in their seats. They were in our seats. Me and my buddy, we were cool about it. We were like, I, t- I told the guys, I was like, you can sit there as long as nobody comes to kick us out of our seat that we're currently in. You can sit there as long as you want, and we'll stay up here because it doesn't make a difference to me. And they were like, okay, cool. So luckily nobody came and bothered with our seats. So the whole game we just kind of stayed there. But like I said, it, it was – it was wild where you could just get up and go pretty much sit wherever you wanted as long as nobody was sitting there. There was this this duo of guys. They were at the very top, very top of the the stadium where you have the, the fence up top and you can see outside. So they were sitting up there. Then next, you know, they come down and sit right next to us, which was down, I don't know, 15 rows. They come sit right next to us. And they sit down there for probably a quarter. Then next thing you know, they're on the sideline, like four rows back, just still doing the same old wild shit. We, we uh, my buddy spotted them, pointed them out. We're like, "Are you kidding me? This place? I'm telling you, it was." And just to add on top of it, people were in there smoking cigarettes in the stadium. Uh, right in the seats, just smoking up a cigarette, no problem. Like it was just encouraged, you know. It it was like the fucking it, that going to the DC Defenders game in the soccer stadium. It was like the wild, wild west, and I loved every second of it. 
it was probably the most fun or the best experience I've had personally at a live uh, sporting event. That includes uh, playoff football games for the NFL. That includes playoff baseball games. That includes uh, NBA games. That includes college football. That The XFL football game live was the best experience of a sporting event that I've had in my life. Did I think that was going to be the case when I went there? Nope. No chances in hell. But sure as fuck it is. I loved everything about it. There was a a bit of a an aura in the air all all game. First game of the year, first game of the, the new season. It's like the the kicker comes out, he misses a, a chip shot field goal, right? And then he comes out right before halftime for like a 55-yarder or a 50-yarder, something along those lines. And I'm I'm tell Dave like what the fuck are these guys doing? He he just missed like a 20-yarder. He is no chance he's going to make this 55-yarder or 50-yarder. No chance. And then you hear guys in front of us saying, this guy has no, there's no fucking way he's going to kick it this far. Well, boy, we're all of us wrong because he goes out there, hits this thing dick stiff right through the center of the uprights. Field goal's good going into halftime. And you know what he got? You know what the kicker got for making a 50-yard field goal? A standing ovation. And you bet your ass I was one of them dudes standing up clapping my nuts off. I, I was loving all everything about it. We're standing up. We're high-fiving as if that field goal just sent us to, like, the, the Super Bowl. It was <laughs> it's, it was unbelievable. I don't think my words are going to be able to put it in a good enough perspective for you guys to understand or appreciate. But it was I, – I can't explain it good enough or well enough or exciting enough for you guys to appreciate it, but it was outright amazing. Uh, another fun part of it was that we were, we didn't really know the rules. So you watch an NFL game and it's like, I can figure out, I'm watching the game and I, I kind of know what's going on with everything. So I know if somebody does one thing wrong, I can say, oh, well, that's a flag for this reason. Oh, well, this rule, it you got to go back to this spot because it went here. Kickoff out of bounds, you get it at the 45-yard line. It's just all the rules that you have in the NFL, I pretty much know and can just throw out by heart as to why what's why it's happening and what the result is going to be. Whereas with the XFL, some stuff happened here and there where we're like, well, what does that mean in this league? For example, there was a kickoff where it landed – Well. Th- you know the kickoff in the XFLs are, are fucking crazy anyway. You stand five yards apart. You don't move until the ball is caught by the returner. So that's – everybody absolutely loved that. I personally loved it, and it was just amazing to see something different. And we still get the, the fun play of a of a kickoff without the serious uh, possibility of a injury or head trauma or whatever the reason is that NFL's basically gotten rid of kickoffs. So you still get that. But there was a kickoff where the, the the Seattle team kicked it, and the Seattle Dragons, they kicked it off, and it landed short of the the 20-yard line, and the defenders let it 
hit the ground. So he didn't catch it. So it just landed at like the 25 or 27 yard line, something around there. And then the refs blow the whistle and everybody's looking around confused. Like, well, what the, what the fuck happens now? What, what, what is this? So they huddle up and then they come back and then everybody's in the stands is looking at each other like, well, what the hell's going on? And the refs get on the, on the walkie and on the big jumbotron and they come out and say, because the ball landed short of the 20, so on the 21 or above, so 21, 22, 23, 24, it landed above that and on the ground that the returning receiving team gets the ball at the opponent's 45-yard line. And that just made the crowd erupt. So, like, we're, that's and that that's what led to the 50-yard field goal. So we get the ball there, and then we go up a couple yards, and we can get a chance for a field goal right before half. This shit was amazing. Everybody, I'm telling you, it was just it was just as if we hit a uh, a home run in the ALCS to go to the World Series, but we weren't letting anybody rip our shirt off. That's exactly what it looked like. It was just amazing, an amazing time. And 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 you know what else I thought was so cool was that around the halfway point of the second quarter, I leaned over to my buddy and I said, "Hey, guess what?" Hasn't been any penalties. They were letting the boys play. And it felt good just to watch a football game and seeing a big play here, a big play there, and not having to always look back for the flag. Because you watch an NFL game, there's a huge play. The first thing anybody does, you look at the bottom of the television to see that little yellow marker pop up. Oh, flag on a play, it's coming back. Guess what? There was none of that. There was even a point where Cardell Jones got hit. This is the week one, week one game against Seattle. Cardell Jones got hit, and he got hit low to where, well, the guy hit him probably around his hip area, and the momentum Dragged him down, so it looked like he hit him in his leg, and Cardell fell back. But it looked like he he would have he was like hurting his like Cardell's knee. In the NFL, flag, ten times out of ten, no doubt about it. In the XFL, they threw the flag, but they talked about it. They picked it up. That's the way it should be. That guy didn't do anything to rough the passer. He tried to sack him. He, he got him down. Cardell got the ball away. That's that. Didn't hit him helmet to helmet. Didn't twist his knee. Didn't intentionally dive at his knee. Nope. It was just a football play, a regular football play that we've seen all growing up. Well, people my age, people older that we've seen all growing up that was perfectly loud and perfectly legal. You don't get many of that nowadays. You do anything like that, anything whatsoever, it's a flag. It's roughing the passer. It's holding. It's pass interference. There really wasn't anything going on. And if there was something called, it didn't feel like it. When you were there live, it felt like they were just letting them play. And I think the NFL has uh, sorely been ruining the game for its fans with all the penalties. You, Like I said, every time there's a big play, flag. Flag, flag, it's coming back. Bring it back, bring it back. 
the game is is it's getting so watered down i'd say because it's just it's not fun to watch you're you're it's becoming a chore it's like you can't really enjoy the big plays you can't really get excited for shit to happen because it you just know in the back of your mind that well it's going to come back because there was a hold or oh there you throw the ball deep oh there's pass interference and that was um kind of something that the fans at the XFL game kind of got out of was that because of watching the NFL, every time there's a, a pass play and there's a, a even the tiniest bit of hand fighting or just a little bit of back and forth jockeying for position, fighting for the ball, everybody is always like, oh, flag, flag, throw the flag. He, he It's pass interference, throw the flag. Nope, XFL, let him play. Let him figure it out because 90% of the shit that they call penalties, it's just so ticky-tack. Just let it happen. Let the play, let the players decide what's going to happen on a game. Do not let the officials decide it. Nobody gives a fuck about the refs. If we are watching the game and we end up at the end of the game, we're talking about the officials. That means the game sucked. And that means the officials did something wrong because you're not leaving there like saying, oh man, the officiating was great. I know, I know I'm doing it right now, but this is a one-time thing. And this is a unique thing because you haven't seen it in years, especially in the NFL. You haven't seen it. Uh, it's just the XFL was different. It was entertaining. It was fun. Uh, I would take my son there. I would not take my son to a regular NFL game. So if you have any interest of going to an XFL game, I highly recommend it. Definitely go, go, go. Take the family. It's a it's a great time. You want to go to a, f- a football game with your family and not have to deal with drunken, belligerent idiots trying to fight or talking a lot of shit or anything like that, go to the XFL game. Everybody there was friendly. Everybody there was just having a good time the way it should be, watching a football game and rooting for your team, and not starting any shit. You know, it was... It was what it was, and the fans made it, it made the experience that much more fun, even with wild shit. They they treated it like it wasn't. <laughs> this is why I said earlier where it kind of felt like they were making a mockery of it, but it turned into genuine uh, care and, and concern and interest for the team and the the players. There's points when anybody would send out a team to punt, and you're getting booed. Team to kick a field goal, you're getting booed. The simplest, basic of shit that you would be happy about for your NFL team, it was going on, and the fans were booing for for fair catches. They were booing for punts. They were booing for uh, field goals. They were just booing for all the normal, basic shit that you see in the NFL where you're like, all right, smart play. Every time somebody scored a touchdown in this league, you can go for one, you can go for two, you can go for three. You got to run a play, though. There's no kicking. There's no... uh, extra points by the guy going out there and kicking it. You got to run a play. So you run a play to get one yard. You run a play for five yards, I think. And then you run a play for 10 yards. And that goes one, two, and three points. Every touchdown, fans were chanting, go for three, go for three, go for three. Every single touchdown. It was just like you lose all kind of concept of logic and coaching and, and smart plays with the game. Just because it was the XFL. So people were just trying to go all after it. And the fans, 
made the experience incredible. If this turns into a be a serious league, it's well deserved, and it would be because of the fans. It'll be because there is some legit talent there. So everything's going to be great, man. I, I hope it continues. I'm going to continue to go to games when I have time to do so. It was only about an hour ride for me. Uh, getting up there wasn't bad. The price of the tickets, twenty bucks, twenty dollar tickets. It's and the stadium was so. It was a soccer. It's a professional soccer stadium, but it seemed so small. So it felt very intimate. Like even sitting more towards the top, it felt like you're right there on the field, and it's just it felt like you're a part of the a part of the team. You're a part of the the stadium. You're a part of everything that's going that's going on. It's it was a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. And then after this week two, what's continuing to keep this fun and entertainment going is that the teams on social media, the XFL itself, the league page, and then the teams themselves, their team pages on like Twitter, they're just roasting the hell out of each other. They're constantly throwing jokes out there. They're just tweeting funny stuff about the fans. They're tweeting fun stuff about their players. This is what's going to help keep this league alive in today's day and age is that these the social media accounts that these guys got, it's it's on the level of the, the NBA. Because the NBA, that's one thing that they do right for damn sure is they have great social media presence. And I think that the XFL, they're going to knock it out of the park. They're going to continue to knock it out of the park. Sorry, because they are they are already knocking it out of the park. They're going to continue to knock it out of the park, and it, it's going to only grow and grow and grow. And what's why well, we're like to slap this past week, DC, they uh they won the game, and then as soon as the game was over, one of the players ran to the sideline, grabbed a beer from a fan, and chugged it, crushed it. You'll never see that in the NFL. It, can you imagine like the fines or the the crying from parents? writing a letter, oh, my son, my daughter was watching that. How can you do that? Hey, shut the fuck up. Let's have these. Let's have some fun. Let the players play. They These guys want to drink after the game? Let them go drink. Let them have, have their fun. That guy went to the sideline, crushed that beer, and the fans loved it. They're cheering. You're, just, it's, you're getting more involved with your fans. It, it was – I loved every second of it. I can't – recommend the xfl any more than i possibly am right now um so after having said all that i am a dc defenders fan for life that's the four fingers i'm holding up and then the sideways l that we got from the nwo back in the day so for life, DC Defenders for life, Nipsey Hustle grinding all my life. It's just been it's been a fun episode, I think, by myself. So I'll have Nipsey see y'all out. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Said I die alone, I told that bitch she probably right.
One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life. Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes. I don't know a nigga like myself. I say self-made, meaning I design myself. County jail fade, you can pull my foul yourself. Spot rage, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself. Nah, damn right, I like the life I built. I'm from West Side 60, shit, I might got killed. Standing so tall, I think I might got stills. Legendary baller like Mike, like Will. 96 Impala, thug life on wheels. Up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills. Like a motherfucking boss, ask me how I feel. Successful street nigga touching them first meals. Whoa. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah.